It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Have you watched Harness Racing Victoria's Trots Vision yet? Every Victorian harness race is streamed live. Receive exclusive content, daily form and tips. Best of all, it's free. Trots Vision. Lap up the trots. Visit thetrots.com.au. Let's go to the line now because the great Matthew Johns has been waiting there patiently. G'day, Matty. Hey, Spud. Hey, uh, Joel. How are you, boys? Mate, more importantly, how are you going? I I was thinking about you in that Winnie Bago and Mm. you've got the... uh, the injury at the moment. Uh, how's things going, uh, Joel? I'm not too bad. Pretty good, mate. Pretty. Uh, it's not a bad recovery. I, I mean, I've got to say, the last thing I needed to do was climb out of a hospital bed, <laughs> lay in the back of a Winnebago, <laughs> and then you know, when on those, you know, people, you blokes have been there. They fill you up with those bloody uh, endones, you know, pain medication mm. tablets. And mate, I've had to go. You, you, you go cold turkey off those, and mate, you, they, it's just like they drill a hole in you. Those things. So it's mate, but mate, but all in all, uh, it's been improvement. What about the actual trip? The best part of twelve hours, I'd imagine, in the Winnebago. Trish had a stint driving. Hindy uh, had a big part of that. But was there any rules uh, for such trip? Did you have any rules for the Winnebago? Joel, I had literally. Uh, I got out of I got out of recovery. <laughs> I had two days laying on a hospital bed where they're filling you full of everything. Mm. My wife, as I'm getting discharged, she's picked me up, put me on the back of a back of the Winnebago, <laughs> and literally I cannot really remember the trip. Oh, no. I know. All I remember is going to a fast food restaurant at Coffs Harbour, yeah. and sitting there like a zombie <laughs> and thinking this is as low as life gets. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Uh, and ultimately, you land on Magic Round. And, of course, all the news out of Magic Round was a crackdown. What, what, what's your take on this? Have you got a solution? Where are you at with it all? I think what they'll do is, look, the bottom line is, John, and you get this, but the, the game is tough enough without blokes yep. getting out there, getting their heads taken off. You know, and, and people say, oh, you know, what about the days when, you know, and all this sort of stuff. But when you get medical evidence... Uh, it's uh, you've got to be responsible with it, and the NRL. What we we've tippy toed around the concussion if, issue for so long, and it's like we've put some things in place which really have been band aid solutions. There's been things that are put in place that, you know, I think was just lip service. Now we're finally doing us something about it seriously, and of course people are jumping up and down about it. I think what they'll do, they're sledgehammered at the moment. I think there'll be a a, 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 a quiet word to say, righto. Let's just pull it back a little bit. We've we've served our warning. But I've got to say on the weekend, the send-offs were legitimate send-offs. And most of the sin bins, in my opinion, were legitimate sin bins. And uh, and Spud, you know yourself, when you go to reunions, Mm. there's too many blokes who were your heroes. And sometimes blokes now, in our era, Spud, where you're starting to worry about them. Yeah, you certainly do, uh, Matty. But I just think you talk about, mate, they were send-offs, right? But the sentences they got, mate, were too lenient. Like I SASA, agree, but... he got five weeks. It should have been eight. I needed them to stamp down and say, mate, if you hit anyone in the head, it's six weeks plus. I agree, Spud. I agree. You know, that's that's the thing about it. I think that's really what separates it is, uh, okay, let's have a look at the Lachlan Burr one. That was, yeah, that was, for him, that was, uh, it was a situation, error judgment, uh, but, he didn't rush in with intent. 
Righto. He didn't rush in in a reckless fashion that left him vulnerable for, for movement. The last minute, he sort of went up and Tedesco dropped a little bit, got him in the head. You know, in that situation, a penalty might have been suffice, suffice but as I said, they'll sledgehammer him. You know, I'm comfortable turning the sin bin. That's the way it goes. But the ones like Herman SASA, mm. where blokes are just sprinting out of the line recklessly, mate, you're leaving yourself vulnerable for those high shots. You're running in with an intent to hurt a player. Yep. And if you hit him on the head, as Spud said, you deserve eight weeks on the sideline. Matty, can I share you my solution to what we saw in the weekend? I think that why can't we just have a likely high shot or a confirmed high shot, whatever the case may be, Referee blows the penalty. We march on with the game. In the meantime, we've got the technology where you've got the bunker, for example, or whoever's been tasked with this job. They look at the replays with the benefit of technology. And then when we have the next stoppage in play, they say, get in the ear of the referee, again through technology. And they say, um, Nathan Brooks, no looksy Brooks. He's copped uh, Herman SESE high. He's 10 in the bin. Bang, off you yeah. go. What do you think yeah, about I, that? I, yeah, I think it's good. I like it, Joel. I think there's the discretion for the referee to send them off straight away, immediately. But if a referee's in a situation, a Lachlan Burr situation, where mm. he goes, look, I don't know how much intent was in this. I'm going to blow a penalty. Just have a look on the run. Give us a, give us the only minute next yeah. break of play. Yeah, I, I like it. I think it's, it's the ability. Oh, look, and I'm not a big technology man. right? I think once a try is awarded, unless it's an absolute howler, Unless the referee says, look, mate, I want you, I'm going to award the try in the break. I want you to make sure that he got grounding. Then I don't want him to go back and just check everything. Mm. I was watching, like, um, I was watching the Spanish soccer, uh, Atletico and, and Real Madrid. And, mate, honestly, you're watching that game. And I was watching it just going, oh, my God. Once the fans get back into those stadiums, they'll be, they'll be uproar. They'll be booing during the game because every time there's a goal, or there is a uh, alleged penalty in the box. They just go and they look, and the game just slows completely down. I, I think video technology—we've got a tendency to use it too much. But in your case, there, Joel, in, with this hot issue, I, I do like it. Yeah, Matt, you got a great call off uh, Robbie O'Davis today. I love Robbie. He just—he just yeah. rings up out of the let, Let's all this theme out. He's frustrated at the moment the way Newcastle are, are carrying yeah. on and playing, and. Uh, his idea was this, and he, and he was there when you guys were playing there, and his, his thing is, he goes, the mix is all wrong. He said, mate, it feels like the most talented two kids, they need to run this team. He said, the Roosters do it, the Panthers do it. He wants Ponga and Tex Hoy to be the six and seven, and he wants Cameron, uh, Connor Watson to be the fullback. What do you think of that combo? Uh, look, if, if while Pierce is out, it's, it's, not a bad, like, it's not a bad alternative. It's not a bad one. I, I don't know about Kalen and Tex defending both in the front line together. But, I mean, look, if something if things aren't working, you've got to try things. And with Mitchell out, you know, that could be an alternative. I mean, Tex, one thing about Tex, Tex is um, Patricia's godson, um, and so he puts up with a lot. But he, uh, you know, he's a big, strong kid. He, he'd handle the defensive res- uh, uh, responsibilities or um, all the defensive work he's got to do. Oh, it's, not a, it's not a bad idea. I, mm. I, I, you know, Spud... Tonight is such an important game for Newcastle, Joel, because uh, you can see when you get on that losing streak, when you start to lose, you start to get that losing feeling. And the first thing that disappears out of your football is the excitement about going to a game. You know, and, I, and I, 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 watching Newcastle 
We'll put it this way. Looking at a lot of the sides on the weekend, I won't just gen- I won't just isolate Newcastle. Let me just talk generally. Running into a lot of sides up in Magic Ground, there of all the sides that I looked at were, that were pumped and looked excited and really bounced around the four years with a bit of a spring in their step, not one of those sides got beat. Likewise, all the there were sides that I looked up there that they all s- stood together and were boarding the bus like they were about to walk the plank, and not one of those sides won. Mm. And the two standouts, well, the three standout teams for me of running into them all up there were uh, Penrith. Penrith were buzzing. I've written an article, which will be in tomorrow's paper. Penrith were absolutely buzzing. They were down. They were down on the uh, down in the tunnel an hour before the game, getting autographs and selfies with fans. And we're from that era, guys, where it's you got to have the game face on. I, I looked at it and thought, mate, our Titans. You know, they look at they won nine in a row. The Panthers they might be just getting ahead of themselves, and they went out there and just blew the Titans off the park. Then they stayed for an hour after the game out on the field, and so just the way they got around the Melbourne Storm boys, you can see they're just enjoying themselves. There's a lot of young blokes in that side; they're loving it. And the South Sydney boys, right? South Sydney had been beaten the week before fifty nil by by the Melbourne Storm, and mate, those blokes were buzzing around the foyer, and I run into Wayne Bennett, and we're having a bit of a chat. And we're just talking about something I said to Wayne about a couple of the sides. You can tell the difference, between, I said, Wayne, between your blokes and a few of the other sides, you know, as far as excitement. And he said, Matty, let me tell you what we did last, what I did with them last week. Now, what I did was, then he went, oh, hang on. No, nah, look, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> but if I did tell you, yeah. you'd love it. Right. So whatever he does, Wayne, like those boys turned up and they were just pumped to go again. We're a lot of most, like a lot of those other sides I'm talking about, if they get beat 50 nil. Mate, they struggle to pick up in the next month. Yeah, I, I remember Wayne ahead of the grand final in 2010, I think it was. Him and Steve Price, they were a bit on edge, the boys. So he organised for Kenny Graham. So Wayne is deliberately telling this big sermon. And then Kenny Graham, who comes across to the drunk comedian, which the younger kids don't know about, he just charged in and took over the whole joint. So that's probably something that he did. Matty, I just want to, just on the Panthers... I spoke to you about this before. I've been tracking the Panthers because they've got very, very similar lines to the 95 spud side of Manly, who yep. you did everything all right, but you failed at the final hurdle. The next year, you clamped down on defence and you won in a canter, basically. 191 points conceded for the year. So I'm measuring the 96 Manly side versus the Panthers yep. side in defence. They're 20 points in front, the Panthers. Better. They're 20 points better. Mm. They are absolutely travelling. One thing, Matty, um, just on tonight's game, which I find unbelievable, that Jake Clifford... He'll take on the team he's going to. And I, I can't yeah. reconcile in my mind, Matty, that why haven't we seen, if the Knights are ever going to need Jake Clifford, it is in a time without Mitchell Pearce. Why haven't they got Mitchell Pearce and therefore that would have allowed Chad to go to, to the Townsville earlier? Why hasn't that happened? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what conversations have been, been had. Maybe they did. I've I, I got a feeling maybe Newcastle did bang on the door and say, listen, to the Cowboys, we've got a bit of a short, uh, shortage of halves here. Mm. Can we do a deal? And Toddy Payton just might have said, no, 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 I'm going to see, um, I, reckon I can get something out of this kid. And I will say this, uh, two weeks ago I watched Jake play. Um, it's the best game I've yeah. seen him play in first grade. He's a kid that had big, big raps in the QRL. And I'd seen a fair bit of him playing there. I thought, yeah, this kid's a really, really, really good player. He's going to be a good first-grade player. But has just, for whatever reason, struggled, probably in the shadow of Jonathan Thurston and with the and with the side also on the downward cycle after winning that competition. But, yeah, there were really good signs there a couple of weeks ago with Jake Clifford, and I'd be happy for him too because what I believe is he's a good young fella.
Uh, just before you go, Matty, one last thing. This is the press conference which gained a lot of attraction and attention after the Knights lost last week. This is Adam O'Brien. Have a listen. Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't speak about the past, but, you know, there's been 10 years of probably not having a whole lot of success and there's three wooden spoons. So, you know, it's uh, it's ingrained in us a little bit and we've got, we've got to try and find a way to get a... a you know, a, a winning culture in there and 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 do what those teams that have tasted success, they know what it takes and, they, and they're that hungry to get it back and to taste it again, then they're willing to put themselves through anything. We've got to learn that. We've got to find a way in this club to learn how to win again and what it takes week in, week out. And that sits with me. I've got to... You know, whether it's a personnel thing or, you know, the standards, but the club is used to this roller coaster that we're on and we need to get off it. Yeah, interested in your thoughts here, Matty. There's a book by Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and, and, and I believe this greatly, that I don't believe always we have the best 16 coaches. Uh, some coaches don't have the How to Win Friends and Influence People down pat well enough. What did you make of this press conference? Uh, it's interesting. I can see... I, look... If I was Adam, I'd be equally as frustrated. Mm. He makes a fair point. Um, two things can happen. When you're a young player coming through the grades, right, and you first get into first grade, you blokes know this as well as I do, you get, you're get on the end of some pretty big hidings. Mm. Now, when we came through at Newcastle um, in those early 90s, myself and Andrew, Adam Muir, Robbie R. Davis, few of those sides, we're coming up against the great Manly sides, the great Raiders sides, the great Broncos sides. And... Now, we're on the end of some pretty big touch-ups. And there were times that you walk off the field, and I'm not afraid to say this, I'd go into the toilet and honestly, nearly, I'd, I'd be in tears to think to myself, mate, I don't think I'm ever going to make this. Mm. But you actually, you, you, you actually get inspired by, by the standards that you have to reach. That's what makes you, that's what makes you better. And you, sit there, you watch Ricky Stewart, you watch Alf and Kevy, and you say, yep. We're going to beat them one day. We're going to find a way to beat them. And how you beat them is you stay on the training field longer, you train harder, um, and that's what builds your self-belief. And slowly, inch by inch, you claw it back. What happens these days, the moment a side starts to get beat, what they do is they blame it on the roster. Right? Wait till we get a better roster next year. You know, oh, we're not having got this right, we haven't got that right. Clubs, players have to take it upon themselves to beat the Melbourne Storms with what they've got. Find a way, work a way, chip, at the, chip away at the Melbourne Storm, the Penrith Panthers, South Sydney Rabbitohs, Parramatta Reels, all those top sides and the Roosters, is that you beat them by hard work and belief. That's how you win, not by trying to improve your roster. And so there's some really good young players there in Newcastle at the moment that I know there's more in them than, than what they're showing. There's, there's a lot more in them, and they've got to dig deep, and they've got to find that tonight. And you just, and Adam is dead right. There's some blokes in the squad that have collected a number of wooden spoons. And in the next month, they've got to prove themselves that they're worthy to be first graders. Uh, one of those blokes who's lived through this now, uh, Matthew's brother in the Sydney Morning Herald. Yep. Todd Payton would have picked up the article and went, no, why this week? What's happened here, Spudley? Yeah, Matty, I see Joey actually is uh, thrown out the gauntlets there and challenged to side Fiji to be the next chief. Well, firstly, there's only one chief, okay? But yep. at the end of the day, individually, these players, 
they need to go and look himself in the mirror and set some standards for himself, especially in the forwards. Okay, I'm, I'm talking about the forwards. Don't worry about the outside backs. The forwards need to roll some sleeves up because at the moment, when you used to go to Newcastle, you're left with bruises. You don't even live with a. You, you don't even need a band aid when you're playing yeah. Newcastle at the moment. Yep, and and, and you know, spot on on our and, and on our side of the coin for for in the halves, it's about making correct decisions under pressure. You know, so that when our forwards are going forward or our forwards are under pressure. Making the correct decisions under pressure, believing yourself, um, holding your nerve under pressure, they're the really important things. And, and when you win games, you know, winning breeds winning, as they say, and losing breeds losing. And the reason is, is that when you're on that, when you've got that winning feel, like some of those sides have, like the, the Storm and the, and the Panthers, no matter how far they're behind or how long it's left on the clock, they always think in the back of their minds, we're going to win this. And the sides who are struggling, no matter how far they're in front or how long is left on the clock, they always think somehow we're going to lose it. And it just gets so hard to win. So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. But there's the difference between the top teams and the others, I would call them as, is significant to say the least. But you're not going to catch them just by adjusting your roster or blaming the salary cap. It's got to come within the team and the individuals. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, coming up uh, on Morning Glory tomorrow, and, of course, Matty Johns with thanks to Four Pines Brewing Co., filled with real characters. Matty, we've got about 20 seconds. Who's your tip yep. tonight, and uh, what's tomorrow look like? Uh, Newcastle, not with a lot of confidence by a pinch, and we've got Joey and Webby on tomorrow. be interesting to see what Joey's got to talk about all the high shots because you know, Joey's been involved with uh, a little bit of it. So uh, interested to see what Joey's got to say. Looking forward to it. Nine to midday. That is Matty Johns with thanks to Four Pines Brewing Co. Filled with real characters. Morning glory tomorrow from nine. Thanks very much, Matty. Good on you, Joely. Thanks, bud. Cheers, boys. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.